News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, uh, not much love on display, I suspect, in Leinster House later on. RT Chiefs, past and present, uh, go before the Oireachtas Media Committee as the public broadcaster's crisis rumbles on. Uh, we're joined by Neve Smith, chair of the Oireachtas Media Committee. Neve, what can we expect today? Good morning, Jane. Well, we are really focusing in on the two Grant Thornton reports, one around Choi Show the Musical and the second piece around the exit packages that were afforded to some uh, executive members within the organisation itself. That's where the focus will be today from colleagues on the Oireachtas Committee. Uh, Toy Show the Musical, obviously, I think maybe the thing that's most interesting in that is there is a clear difference of opinion among board members as to whether or not the board signed off on Toy Show, the musical. Uh, obviously, uh, Moya Doherty, the former chair, basically saying uh, the board approved by consensus uh, the project, but other board members uh, disputing this, saying that the project was presented as a fait accompli. It would appear to me that there certainly wasn't uh, the project wasn't ratified in any formal way, Shane. That, that's how it would appear to me. And I think that's the facts within the report itself. I think this idea that it was, uh, there was consensus within the board is not true. I also think that board members, while it may have been presented as a fait accompli, had an obligation to interrogate the project itself, the monies that were being spent on it, and also uh, the figures that was being presented to them, which we now know there was a deliberate attempt to mislead board members. That has to be said. Yeah. Moya Doherty basically says every board member had the opportunity to ask questions, uh, raise objections, disapprove of the project. There were no objections raised by any board members. Uh, the practice at board meetings was to reach consensus if possible. If a consensus was reached, no formal vote was taken. But then other board members saying they weren't asked to approve it. There was therefore not a consensus. You seem to be taking more the view of the other board members rather than Moya Doherty. Is that, is that a fair assessment? Well, I, I am certainly aware that there was combi meetings held. There was meetings with certain members of the board and certain members of the executive as well. And there was a deliberate uh, decision made by the chair of the uh, committee at that time not to share information prior to the co- or following even the commie meeting uh, in relation to the project itself. So I do take the point where board members did feel that there was no going back on this. I think it becomes very apparent in the report itself that even when the outside expertise who were brought in and paid for on a consultancy basis raised the red flag that this was um, certainly not tested that it was really unattainable to think that a musical could raise the kind of funds that RTE were, you know, had f- over forecasted for, that even those concerns by the executive were being ignored. So for the members, I do accept that it was difficult for the members to, to challenge these uh, concerns that they have, but I don't think it really um, faces up to the responsibility of the board members who were there. You mentioned uh, executive pay being the other issue and and, uh, severance packages. Um, What exactly are you going to be looking at there? Well, I've met in recent days um, with some of the staff who are currently employed in RT and those who are not employed. And these were people who were employed as self-contract, self-employed rather, when they should have been, in fact, employees of RT and really difficult stories and very truthful and honest stories. Um, A lot from women who didn't receive their maternity leave, who didn't receive 
receive the benefits that RTE employees would um, ordinarily feel. And more importantly, employees who are coming to retirement age and those who are sitting at home retired today without any pension. And for them to have watched members of the executive sweetheart deals being created for uh, members of the executive as their severance packages were created, it, there definitely was a parallel universe within RTE. And I think HR... Uh, and the legal section within RT will certainly have questions to answer on all of that. Just um, in relation to, to Dee Forbes and her continued non-appearance uh, before both the Media Committee and the Public Accounts Committee, I don't know if you read Fintan O'Toole's piece uh, last week. Uh, basically, he was saying it's an absolute requirement of democracy that those who exercise power are accountable for what they do or what they fail to do. And he finished the piece basically saying... No one wants to see anyone's personal angst become a public spectacle, but there's simply too much at stake here for the Public Accounts Committee to accept that anxiety or an unspecified illness frees powerful people from accountability. Otherwise, the sick note becomes a new form of total absolution. Now, I, I know he's mainly talking about the Public Accounts Committee there, but is it time, do you feel, uh, that Dee Forbes was compelled in some way to come before be it the, the Public Accounts Committee or your committee? We've actively asked the Secretariat to work on finding um, and coming back to the committee with information on how um, what is possible for the committee to do. And I agree with Fintan O'Toole. I don't think a sick note is something um, that is sustainable. And I think that the um, committee members on my committee certainly stand ready to meet with all the members who have not been um, available to come before us and those who are not available today. I'm very conscious that today's deliberation is about Toy Show, the musical and the key people whose brainchild and vanity project this became are not in the room, which seems a bit of a farce. Why is that? Not Some are not available. Some have given personal reasons. D Forbes, as you know, has presented a sick note, but there's no sick notes present, presented by anybody else, just unavailable. So um, it's certainly something we'll consider into the future, into the very near future about compatibility with those people who are not making themselves available. With respect, something you consider in the future. I mean, this has been going on for many months now and key witnesses are not uh, are not appearing. I mean, are we pa- we're, we're past that time, surely, of consideration, see, are we not? Unfortunately, um, it's only in recent days that would be confirmed to us who would be or who would not be attending so we haven't had much of an opportunity for example you know pretty good idea that Sorry, go on, finish your point. Sorry, apologies. Well, for example, Mr. Covey and Mrs. Doherty, who have been before us in the past, but without the information that was now furnished was from Grant Thornton, have been in front of us. So we didn't think there was a precedence for them not to be available today. Are you disappointed yes. they're not available? Is it good enough? Of, of course I'm disappointed because as I, I made the point at the beginning, it's farcical to be having the conversation without the key people that were the brainchild, particularly of Toy Show, the musical, and that is Mr. Covey and Miss Doherty. They were certainly the driving force and they were also, to my mind, the force within the organisation that was overriding the outside yeah. expertise that was telling them... Fair, this but you, I mean, you knew Dee Forbes was not going to uh, appear. I'm going to come back to my original question. Are we now past the point where it's about consideration they actually need to do something about it. And to answer your question, yes, we absolutely will be looking at our uh, ability to compel people who are not in the conversation today. Okay, we will leave it there. Neve Smith, Chair of the Oireachtas Media Committee, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.